Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today Breakfast Briefing. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Thursday, the 28th of July, and for this presentation, remember, it is general advice only, so please do your own research. Contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas, or insights in this briefing. And if you need to, you can always pause the slideshow here and read our disclaimer in full. And if you're traveling on a tram, a bus, or a train, or even in the car and you're listening to this on a podcast, you can head on over at your convenience to themarkustoday.com.au website, read the disclaimer there, and of course, sign up for a free trial if you're not yet a member, and look for all the other wonderful goodies that we have on the website as well. All right, well, last night we had the big moment, the pivot moment, perhaps. Federal Reserve Chief Jerome Powell raised rates in the US by 75 basis points. Now, this was something that would have been unheard of not a few months ago, but the market was well primed for this. It was a big oversized rate rise, and certainly they are out to crush inflation. The market saw this positively. Also, some slightly dovish talk in the press conference from Powell about being data-driven, and maybe we won't need to see 75 basis points repeated. So that was enough. Off to the races we were last night with the Dow Jones closing up 436 points, 1.37%, 32,198. But the Nasdaq was up 4.06%, 470 points, just over 12,000, 12,032. So we have seen a big run in that Nasdaq. The big stocks are such a big factor in the US and they let us down and they're leading us back up again. The S&P 500 was only only up 2.62% in the middle for diddle, 103 points or 4,024. So all was right with the world in the US. And we did see US 10 years come off 2.785 now, those US 10 years. That is a big, big drop from over three uh, in the bond market for those 10 years. So certainly the, uh, the outlook is looking a little more positive to say the least. And we did see some big, big gains in the U.S. markets last night, which will translate into our market today. We have SPY futures up 52 points or 0.77%, 6,775. And before we know it, we could be at 7,000 and going, oh, that was a nice correction. Anyway, we shall see. But the fixed index down one point to 23, 5.87% down. Looking across at commodities, all this wonderfulness and all this talk of no recession, I guess, and maybe interest rates not having to be quite as aggressive to curb the inflation rate as previously thought was enough for the oil price to take off. Brent crude up $2.13, 222, three little ducks, 106.62, up $2.22. The WTI price was up uh, $2.28, 2.40%, 97.26. You will have noticed if you've been driving around and filling up your car with petrol, I filled up yesterday at 158 cents a litre for the cheap stuff. So uh, oil prices have uh, certainly helped on the petrol front and that will help on the inflation front. Uh, certainly give consumers more money in their pockets from filling up for their weekly commute. So that is a positive. But given oil is now creeping back up again and winter, as they say, is coming, uh, maybe it's a good time to fill up the tanker 
with uh, with petrol at one dollar sixty a litre. Anyway, we shall see. Gold in U.S. dollar terms up a dollar forty or point oh eight percent. Nothing shaking but the trees there. Seventeen nineteen ten. <coughs> the iron ore price, nothing doing there either. Point one two of a dollar twelve cents up to one hundred and six forty seven. Other commodities we had copper up one point two percent, nickel up one point one, aluminium up. 0.14 zinc up 0.5 lead down 0.2 of a percent tin ton down 0.8 of a percent in the miners overseas last night bhp was up 1.4 percent rio they had their results last night everyone's criticizing the ceo for the amount of cash they generated and the amount of dividend they paid which was somewhat lopsided so we'll get to that in a minute but rio's up half a percent in U- in u.s ADR terms. Other miners, Freeport McMoran up 4.9%, Alcara up 1.6%, Tech down 2.2%, Anglo up 0.87%, Glencore up 1.87%, Vale up 2.6%, and Arbamal up 4.1% in the lithium space. That should be good for lithium. Also, bear in mind last night that Cameco came out with their results after hours. They were up around 8% on their results. Pretty good results from Cameco. They are uranium. So we could see a pop today in uranium stocks. Paladin, Boss, Alligator, let's get snappy with that one, uh, will be in certainly in favour today. So if you're looking for a bit of a punt, uh, maybe look at those uh, uranium stocks today. Aussie dollar, 69.93 there. Here you can see the S&P 500, and you can see meandering, doing absolutely nothing until 2.30, when we got the news from Federal Reserve Chief Jerome Powell that the Fed was going to be raising rates by 75 basis points, widely anticipated, and he was a little more dovish with his commentary. And as a result of all this, the US markets took off like the proverbial scolded cat. We also had some relatively good numbers out from the US last night as well, and tech was very much in focus. Apple yet to deliver, yet to have the bite there. Uh, We had Apple up 3.4%, Meta up 6.5%, although their results did come out after hours and were down. Google up 7.6, Microsoft up 6.7, Amazon up uh, 5.4, Tesla up 6.2, Twitter up 1.3 at this rate. If we see the Nasdaq continue, it might actually be, uh, Tesla might be happy to pay the money for Twitter. Uh, JP Morgan up 1.6, all the banks up around 1.6, 1.8% in the US. Block, the artist formerly known as Square, had a massive day up 9.6%. And we did see Bitcoin have a big day. A block certainly more attuned to the Bitcoin share price, or I'm not sure the share price is the right term, but the Bitcoin price than uh, maybe the buy now, pay later side of the business. But Bitcoin up 8.5%, back over 22,676 at last count. And that was enough for Block to be up 9.6. That does bode well for our tech sector today, as, of course, does the NASDAQ uh, rise today as well. Major stories last night, of course, Dow rallying. Powell hints Fed could slow pace of rate hikes. Uh, The Fed hikes 75 basis point. Tech roars. Shoppers spending but without splurging. It's clouding the U.S. recession call. And analysts are lowering consumer confidence. Higher inflation making some potential job switchers think twice. So some of those uh, analysts are saying that the lower consumer confidence and those high inflation, maybe the big resignation is being uh, not turned 
quite so uh, soundly at the moment. Biden administration is adding another 20 million barrels to the ongoing strategic petroleum reserve sales. They have also passed quite a significant bill uh, tonight as well, uh, which could produce a little bit of stimulus to the U.S. economy. And the semiconductor bill went through, which is going to push the U.S. semiconductor business big time. I think it amounts to around 52 billion U.S. dollars to uh, build up the U.S. semiconductor business. China's Wuhan shuts some businesses, transport amid new COVID cases, and China's demand for commodities is slowing, spelling trouble for commodity exporting economies. Interesting, though, China has started, resumed, international travel. Some of their airlines are now flying in and out of Beijing. Interesting. What to expect today? Well, we have got the SPY up 52 points, so it's going to be a strong day. And before we know it, we certainly could see the ASX 200 at 7,000. We're not far away from it now. We're only about 170, 180-odd points away from that level. Uh, we closed yesterday at uh, 68.23, so 180-odd points away from 7,000. And we're probably going to get 50 or so of that at least today. And, of course, we do have the RBA next week. But it will all be about technology stocks today. It will all be about second-line technology stocks. But I suspect we'll also get a bit of a bump in those resource stocks, especially (coughs) if we see the commodity prices pick up a little further and the U.S. dollar come off a little bit and those recession fears uh, recede slightly. That is what has bashed the resource space. So um, it'll be interesting to see how that reacts today. Local data today, we've got retail sales for June. We've got trade price indices for the second quarter and export prices and import prices. Over in New Zealand, we've got the ANZ business confidence for July. Probably taking a bit of a battering, bearing in mind that I think Ireland beat the All Blacks twice. So that's certainly going to be a big dent for business confidence in New Zealand. Europe, uh, the markets last night, stocks 50 up 0.9, FTSE up 0.6, DAX up 0.5, CAC up 0.7. And those 10-year yields in the US now 2.76, in Australia 3.42, in Germany 0.94. So there there has been some big, big moves in those 10-year yields. Last night we had the Rio results, of course. Bit disappointing, and the CEO has defended the dividend payout. Uh, it was a bit measly given the uh, the state of play and the profits they have in the tin, but uh, obviously a little bit cautious on the outlook. There was also movement at the station for the word had passed around that Simantu, which is in Guinea in Africa, which is the big, big iron ore project that they have, which the Chinese, in conjunction with Rio, are hoping to disrupt the iron ore trade even more. Uh, there may be some resolution as to how the cost of the big rail line, which is expected to cost well, 10 to $15 billion to build, will be paid for. Uh, the government doesn't want to pay for it, obviously. Uh, and Rio has uh, said that they will lend them the money to pay for some of it, 15% of it. But the government wants a free carry, but maybe some resolution. Also in focus from the Rio numbers was the purchase in Argentina of the, uh, the, the lithium project that they spent $800 million on. Uh, they're upgrading that as well, another $190 million US being spent on that. And private equity group Potentia, Potentia has sold its micromine business for $900 million to Aspen Tech. Why is this interesting? Well, it is interesting because uh, mining software, there are a number of companies in 
that area that are ASX listed as opposed to private equity listed. But also we have seen this week uh, MACA or MLD being taken out by Thies Group. So there is some action happening at the moment in the mining services space and that could spill over. There's obviously a few other candidates there, maybe Parenti, which is trading very much on its lows. Not one I've looked at recently, but certainly uh, there were... Um, you know, it has come down a long, long way. So maybe there will be some potential M&A, more activity in that uh, mining services space. Interestingly as well, remember Yankol actually was trying to, um, well, the Chinese were actually trying to take Yankol over. Glencore has decided, well, to hell with that. We will sell our $422 million stake in Yankol. They did a block trade at 5 bucks, clearly taking advantage of that very elevated coal price at the moment. In other news, in the banking sector, Westpac is set to merge 100 branches in the next 18 months. And on the NBN, which does have implications for our telcos, I would especially expect TPG, maybe Aussie Broadband as well to have some implications there. But the government has knocked back NBN's request to be able to raise the wholesale prices. And they've also suggested that um, there will be no privatisation in NBN on the horizon. And Hills launches, uh, Helios rather, HLS has launched the sale of its day surgery business. I have just seen that Macquarie's come out with their update. I haven't seen that yet, but uh, we will keep you in touch with that as the day progresses. All right, question of the day. We saw inflation yesterday, 6.1%. Are we seeing signs of peak inflation? For me, petrol at $1.60. Remember that we only do inflation on a quarterly basis. Everyone else does it monthly, or most people do it monthly. We only do it quarterly. So we're seeing that 6.1% very much backward looking. So are we seeing signs, or have we seen signs of peak inflation? We haven't had a natural disaster in Australia for at least two weeks. So that is certainly helping avocados, which are cheap as chips at the moment. Maybe we should be making them into chips. But that's it from me today. Thanks very much for listening. You can head on over to the Marcus Today Facebook discussion group. We'd love to have your thoughts, ideas, and insights there. And if you're listening on a podcast, of course, you can always head on over to our strategy podcast, which is our fly on the wall. Look at our morning meeting, the On the Desk podcast, where the team in Melbourne talk about all things financial. And of course, my On the Couch podcast, the last one of which was usurped by Marcus talking to one of his relations, Peter Harold from Poseidon Nickel. And if you're interested in Nickel and Poseidon in general, then uh, I'd urge you to have a little listen to that podcast. The latest one that I did was from Julian McCormack on the state of the market and how the bear market will be upon us. But that's it from me today. Thanks very much for listening. Have a great day and may the trading gods be with you.